super excited for you guys to hear today's episode. It's an interview with my good friend Jessica, who is a business coach, but really focuses on NLP. And I know a lot of you guys have heard of that. That's Neuro Linguistic Programming. And it's a way to better connect with your audience. It's a better way to connect with your clients. And she goes over so much about how understanding NLP, you can be a practitioner of it. You don't have to get certified. You just need to understand it and how it can really change your business. And again, for those that do not know, two really awesome announcements. Number one, my marketing workbook for LinkedIn did hit bestseller and was the number one new release in five categories. And if you guys have not gotten your hands on that yet, all you have to do is head over to Amazon. And number two, my free accountability group on Facebook, it's called Network Marketing Leads for Life, has officially eclipsed 1,000 members. And it's free to join. And I actually do trainings a couple times a week and I am now opening it up and people are commenting every single day asking me what they want trainings on. And I do free trainings at least twice a week in that academy, in that group uh, to help people with their business. So number one, head over to Amazon and check out my new book, The Marketing Workbook for LinkedIn. And number two, don't forget to head over to Facebook and join my free accountability group, which is called Network Marketing Leads for Life. And again, enjoy the amazing interview that I did with Jessica. Welcome to the Network Marketing Made Simple podcast. I am your host, Scott Aaron, and each and every week, I'm going to come to you with short, simple, and powerful tactics of how you can grow your network marketing business, brand, bank account, and impact on those around you. And just remember, network marketing is not easy, but it can be made easy with simple steps to create the success that you truly deserve. So Jessica, welcome to today's episode. And at this point, I'm never not excited about a guest on here because I've, I'm just blessed and, and lucky enough to consistently attract just the most incredible people, not only into my networks, but to have the ability to have them on my podcast. And uh, Jessica and I uh, met through six degrees of separation on my favorite platform, LinkedIn, and we conversed back and forth and we ended up doing a pod swap and, and she was gracious enough to allow me to come on her podcast, which I was so happy to do. And and uh, I was excited to return the favor and have her on my podcast. So for a lot of my audience, Jessica, that number one is not familiar with you, uh, I just want you to say hi to them. But the, the second part of that is share with the audience, everyone sees what people are doing right now, but there, there is a moment in every entrepreneur, their life where that spark is lit, where they know that there's no turning back and they want to dive into what they're doing entrepreneur wise. So first, just introduce yourself to the audience. And number two, what was that moment for you where your entrepreneurial spark was lit? Yeah, absolutely. And thanks again for having me. I'm very happy and very excited to be here. So yeah, for those who don't know me, my name is Jessica Colthard. I have a coaching practice called Just a Girl Like Me Coaching, which came out of an aha moment for me. 
So I can pinpoint it. It was December 31st, 2015. And I was at home alone working on my New Year's resolution list. And I realized in that moment that the list was the same as the year before and the year before and probably many, many years before that. And so in that moment, it's funny how, you know, we all know that we have this chatter that goes on in our heads, right? But we're so used to hearing it that we don't hear it. You know, it's just there and it's like this hum that's always going. But for, for some reason in this moment, I finally heard it. And what it said was, yeah, but you're a struggling single mom. And it was like, what? Where's that coming from? But I started to realize that I had been hearing that voice and that exact statement or rather excuse for not doing anything that I wanted to actually accomplish. I've been using that for, well, my son was 19 at that point, so probably the last 15 years. But the beauty of that moment, that aha moment, was that I actually wasn't a struggling single mom anymore. I had a really good job. I was making good money. And my son hadn't even been living with me for six years. So the excuse that I had been using to let me off the hook for even trying was not even valid anymore. So in that moment, I had to decide, like, am I going to, like, what am I going to do with this moment, right? We all have these moments where we have have to decide. We have to make a choice. What are we going to do? Because you can't unknow something once you know it. And now I knew that this was what was holding me back. So I started researching uh, through Google, my favorite place to go for everything, um, how you actually achieve things, how you actually take action and, and accomplish things. And I was really lucky to come across an amazing book by Jack Canfield called Success Principles. And I hope everybody listening has read this book. And if you haven't, you ought to. But I believe it has 64 principles. But the very first one is take 100% responsibility for life. And that was, the real, that was the moment. That was the day that my life changed forever. Because I realized that that was what I had not been doing. I had been allowing that voice in my head, that excuse that I had been using for so long to just rule my life. And I hadn't taken any responsibility. I had just basically been along for the ride. And so once I started researching and doing more work on myself, I realized that like, I didn't want to just you know, use this information for myself. I wanted to teach it. I wanted to help other people as well. And so that was where the idea of me becoming a coach was born. So in, in, in through all of that, mm -hmm. what would you say was the the biggest lesson that you learned you know obviously ending that story of oh i'm just a single mom and i can't do this and what was the the big lesson that you learned from that that you was that you still apply to all of your businesses right now oh yeah was i mean i can do anything that i am willing to put the time and effort into a lot of people i think just don't know what that is they don't have a purpose they don't have a passion they're still sort of lost and they have this this drive inside of them or this missing piece but they're not listening to it so what I've learned to do is be able to stop and start listening more to what my intuition you know my gut my heart is actually trying to tell me I have used this so much in everything that I've done pretty much from that moment forward so I have I can I can start telling you stories about how you know, this has completely changed my life and it's completely changed my business. Um, 
yeah, I mean, I may as well just get right into it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, I mean, so many people are struggling with so many things right now in, and not, not just business, but in life. And mm -hmm. what are the common themes that, that you're hearing and seeing from your clients and what are they doing to overcome them? Well, what I'm finding with my clients in particular is they don't know the path forward, right? Like even if they do take that moment and they say, okay, I have a dream and there's something that I want to do. There's this missing piece of like, well, I, I don't even know if I can. I, there's, a, there's a disbelief or a lack of belief that people have because, you know, we, we all live into a certain identity, right? And we're kind of, whatever life you're living is the identity that you've created for yourself, right? So when you, when you have these aha moments or when you make a decision that you actually want to do something different, you have to completely change who you are and what your expectations are for your life. And so that's, I find to be the most, um, the missing piece for most people is they don't know how to go from that. Okay. I have a dream and I know what it looks like, but I don't know if that's for me. I don't know how to get there. I don't know even the first step. So that's where I love to come in and be able to do what I call a transfer of belief. So when I first started my coaching, one of the things I did also was I created a blog called Women Who Inspire. And it was a whole series that I did where I went out and I interviewed amazing women in my life that had, you know, taken these huge leaps of faith and, and jumped towards following their dream. And I was so inspired by them that that was sort of the way that my coaching practice was headed towards was helping these people, especially women, that's who I was working with uh, mostly, figure out that, you know, yes, they can, anything that is that they want to do, and just taking that first step and moving forward. And that's what paralyzes people. If they don't know how, they just don't, right? And I, I believe it all comes down to a lack of belief that it's possible for them. So lack of belief, I mean, I mean, there's so many things that we can dive into about that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's always important to, to share uh, someone's own personal struggles and, and things they had to overcome. What was something that you personally struggled with, with something that you now teach your clients? Because, you know, you and I both know the best coaches are the best students. And what qualifies us to do what we do is actually going through that ourselves and, and really understanding what we did to get on the other side. So what does that look like for you? Yeah, absolutely. So I can take it all the way back to being a child. And I was introverted. I still am. But I didn't know what that meant as a child. I didn't have you know, a word for that. Everyone just says, oh, you're shy. But I just, I didn't have a voice. I didn't know how to speak up. I was afraid of opinions and judgments. And so for pretty much the first 45 years of my life, I just chose not to speak up. And so once I had this aha moment back in December of 2015, and I realized that I, I now had a purpose, I wanted to move forward and it, being silent was no longer even an option for me right? So for me to be able to get my message out there and help other people, I had to first discover my own voice. So that was the biggest struggle for me because I had had through my entire life, I'd had all these people, you know, sort of putting these ideas in my head of who I was. And I had allowed them to transfer that belief to me. I allowed their voice to become mine in my own head. And 
when I think back over some of the struggles that I had, and I think now, now that I've done all the work and I can look back over it, I can see where those voices came from, right? And if you don't have that belief in yourself, then you just automatically will believe what other people say. So to, to first be able to overcome and, and find that awareness of where it was coming from so that I could start to move forward, but also having that passion, having that, that thing that was so important to me that I was prepared to overcome it at whatever cost, right? Um, but so what that looked like for me was getting out and actually starting to run workshops. Like the idea of standing up in front of a group of people and having them all stare at me while I spoke was the most terrifying thing possible. Cause I was this little girl, even up into my teenage years where, you know, I played sports and all of the, my teammates would be standing in a circle and they all be just talking and having fun. I was always just on the outside of that. I was always so afraid to join in and, and have that voice. So for me, finding my voice was my biggest challenge. And what I've been able to do with it now is, first of all, my coaching, I run workshops, but even last year, I, I saw a picture, um, and this leads into something else, I believe in leaping, but so this was a big leap for me, but I was, I was on Instagram and I saw a photo of Grant Cardone, who I'm sure we all know of. And it was an image of him on stage in front of, I don't know, we'll say a thousand people. And it said 2017. And then down below, it was an image of him as well, but on stage at this huge arena and it said 2019. And the first thought that came into my mind was, I guess I better start now. And I decided in that moment that I was gonna host my own women's conference. So going from that child who didn't even wanna speak to her teammates, to now being willing to put herself in a position of not only standing on stage and speaking for 10 or 15 minutes, but actually hosting an entire conference, emceeing it. And, you know, just like it, that sort of thing just blows my mind. When I go back now and, and think about who I used to be compared to who I am now, I'm not even the same person. Like it, it's so surreal. It feels like I'm thinking about somebody completely different when I think about myself back then now. Yeah, a lot can change in a very small amount of time, and that's what people don't realize. And mm -hmm. and I think when people can really wrap their their minds around that, that you know, literally, one small decision can change the entire aspect of your life. So obviously, twenty twenty has been a very interesting year, and there are a lot of people that have prospered through this entire process, and there's a lot of people that have paused their life. Now, this is going to be an interesting question. Okay. What would the, the Jessica of 2014 do right now? How would she be handling what we're all going through right now uh, globally this year if it was 2014 compared to how Jessica 2020 is handling it? Yeah, that is a good one. So back in 2014, I had a full-time job. I didn't have any entrepreneurial spirit whatsoever. I hadn't come into that place where I had any drive. I was, I was willing to just accept what had been handed to me and actually thought I was doing really well, right? Like I had, had gone to school and, and, and started working through you know, my ladder that I was climbing in my career, but I didn't have any aspirations outside of that. I didn't think that that was something that was available to me, right? But now in 2020, it's interesting. So this uh, podcast is about entrepreneurship, but also it's about 
network marketing. So they say that a lot of the big companies that are still around today actually started in the depression. I decided to actually start a new business just two weeks ago in, in a networking marketing company because I feel like I just need to have more streams of income coming in, not less, not, you know, putting my head in the sand and, and just trying to, you know, hope that I get through it. This is like, no, I need to realize that there's more I need to be doing. There's, I need to rethink and, and push forward in a time like this. I never would have thought like that back then. You know, it's interesting. Network marketing, you know, definitely has its, its you know, feelings. And, and there are people that, that support it. There are people that don't. And it's one of the streams of income that I have. And, and you know, the more streams of income that you can create, the more wealth that you can create. So for you, what was it about network marketing that drew you to it? Because again, Jessica, there's so many people that listen to this podcast that are you know, very skilled network marketers. There's a lot of network marketing amateurs on here that are looking to become professionals. And there's actually people that listen to this because they're not sure if they want to continue doing network marketing. So number one, what was your main reason for saying yes? And number two, what's your simple message to those people that are thinking about potentially stopping network marketing? Oh, well, stopping, I think... See, I think one of the problems that I've heard with network marketing is, again, it goes back to taking responsibility, right? Um, anybody who wants to stop is probably, how do I put this gently, blaming somebody else for their lack of success rather than taking responsibility for their own destiny, right? Like any of the people that I've spoken to that, that kind of feel like network marketing isn't for them, it's more because their upline let them down or they didn't get the training that they wanted and they're always looking to say point the finger at somebody else when really the beauty of network marketing is that you have this entire support system the resources the distribution line everything is completely set up for you and all you need to do is grab a hold of it and actually run with it and so that's what i love about it is like you know when i started my coaching business i had to do everything for myself i had to create my own website i had to you know, figure out my own message. I had to, you know, just like start from total scratch. And it was all my own personal overhead that I had to put out there. Whereas with network marketing, you step right into years and years of somebody else building that already up for you. It's, it's the easiest bear. Like there's like zero barrier to entry. Like there's maybe an initial cost to get in, but they're not the same as when you start your own business. So Obviously, the first and second quarter of 2020, um, for a lack of better words, was a, a very different first and second quarter of a, a typical calendar year. What are the positives that you saw come out of the pandemic that we all went through? And maybe what is something that personally affected you in a positive way? from the pandemic so what's something that came out of this for everybody and what is something that came out of this for you that obviously you didn't realize was going to after going through it yeah so from a a general point of view what i'm seeing is the creativity that's coming from it like people have no choice but to start to become like it's almost like they've leapt forward a couple of years and we've started to you know take things online and get more creative and 
you know, like there's a, a group that I belong to that's a public speaking group and they typically run um, live events monthly. Well, clearly we can't do that anymore. So being, I'm actually on the board and we've had to try to figure out the best way to continue and to actually grow the community rather than letting it sort of drift away because we can't create these live events. So what they've actually done is in the last couple of weeks, the different kind of events that they've been able to come up with is just, it's blowing my mind that the creativity that has come out of this. And I'm seeing more and more of that. Like I know even yoga studios in my area, you know, they're taking it online and it's actually allowing them to grow their community and their awareness. It isn't getting in their way. It's actually opening up new doorways for them. So that's what I'm seeing from general. For myself, it's, well, for the first thing is I've now decided that I, I want another stream of income. So, you know, it didn't scare me off. It actually made me think that I need more. I need to make sure that I'm protected. And, and so I actually reached out for more, not less. Um, and even with my clients as well, like I'm seeing that they're grasping that I need to get creative thing, right? And so just their message and the way that they're putting themselves out into the world has completely changed. And for the positive, they're, they're embracing that they need to be seen more through this instead of hiding. I think that's a, a big thing is that I, I don't, you can't stand still and expect to move forward. Exactly. <laughs> and, and if, if, and, and the funny thing is this, not funny, like, haha, but people think, oh, we're, we're going to get through the pandemic and we came out of this pandemic and everything's going to be fine. We're never going to have to go through anything like this ever again. I, I mean, you're, you're just wrong. I mean, there, <laughs> there's going to yeah. be something else. I don't know what it's going to be, but yeah. you know, entrepreneurship much like life is is not a straight line it's it's up and down it's there's always something going on and it's about how you flow through it like water and not tread through it like quicksand and it, right. it's it's really that simple so Jessica what would your simple message be to someone that has been in network marketing they're not thinking of quitting but they're they're basically succumbing to the surroundings that everyone is seeing on the news and hearing on the news and everything that's going on. And, you know, they're, they've, they've kind of switched back into that lack mentality. The, I'm not sure if I can do this mentality. What's your message to that person? Well, I've said this actually to a couple of my clients recently is like time to go back to the fundamentals, right? Like almost pretend like you're starting over again. And all of those skills that you learned in the beginning that allowed you to propel your business forward, it's almost like you get to a certain point and you forget about them and you get into this sort of groove or um, you, you think that you're too good for all of that. You're like, no, I've got this. I don't need to do that anymore. But my message would be go back to those, those fundamentals with this new mindset, this new, you know, this is the light, this is the world that we're living in now and view all of that from this 2020 perspective because i believe that it'll change the way that you choose to reach out to people the way that you communicate your message you know we have an opportunity here you know to be able to help people in a completely different way but i think we just need to step back and just take a clear look at where we actually are but from all of those basics that we learned in the beginning so what has you, and, and I'm not trying to look too far ahead, mm -hmm. 
what has you excited about the next 12 to 18 months with what everyone is and, and went through in 2020? Well, my podcast, personally, this has been um, uh, just an amazing thing for me. And, you know, so many of us are now, we're home. People are home and they're, they're looking for information and they're way more open to hearing what's going on. They're searching, you know, people have gone through their Netflix binges already. Like they're just, they're, they're ready for something new. They're ready to learn. They're ready to, to change the way that they feel about things. So for me, I looking forward to uh, where I can go with my podcast. That's, that's the one thing that I'm focusing the most on right now is being able to get my message out and, and bring amazing people like yourself on to be able to share and, and just create a bigger community. That's, yeah, that's what's got me all excited these days. <laughs> and people don't understand the, the power of podcasting and, and the power of, of just the, the ability to market yourself and, and network with yourself. And, and I think the, the more that network marketers start getting away from the selling and telling and get more into the asking and listening, they, mm. can, they can take that principle and that aspect and they can bring it to any business that they're doing because, uh, again, the way that we do one thing is the way that we do everything. So if you're constantly scratching and clawing and building your business in desperation, that's how it's always going to be. And sometimes you have to relax into it. You have to ride the waves of success. You have to enjoy the lessons that you learn in the darkest of times, because it's only going to allow you to come out of this whole thing that much stronger and that much better. So, yes. So Jessica, before we, we start to wind down, what, uh, what is the simple message that you want to leave the audience uh, leaving here today and maybe something they can do to personally move themselves forward, uh, not just in their business, but in their life? Yeah. So the one thing that has always served me well is listening to that. I call it the inspired, like taking inspired action, like really listening to what your intuition and what your gut is trying to say. So you know, right now we're all in a place where things have changed. The way we do business has to also change. And there might be something that you've been thinking about doing or some new ideas that are starting to percolate when you look around and see how other people have chosen to move forward in this. And what I would encourage people to do is, is start to listen to that and don't be afraid. Like now's the time to, to do something different. We all have to do something different. So it would be to take that leap. You know, if, if you are somebody that's been thinking about getting into a network marketing business, do it. Now's the time, right? If you're thinking about starting a business, whether it's a network marketing business or not, do it. If you want to start a podcast, do it. Like there's nothing to lose. There's only everything to gain. And I just would hate to see people, you know, kind of taking this situation that we're in right now and thinking that, oh, it's just a time to pause. It doesn't have to be that. It can be a time to leap and move forward in a completely different direction. That's, that's what I've done many times in my life and it, it never fails me. I mean, even if you have those little mini failures, it's, it's still that constant you know, moving forward and growing and you learning from it. But I would just say leap. That's, mm, I love it. Yeah, I, I, that inspires me too. Just, just leap, just go, just move forward. Yeah. Whether it's a yeah. millimeter or a mile, just, just keep on going. Absolutely. So Jessica, before my final question, uh, how can people learn more about you, your coaching, and how you can help them, and what's the best way for them to connect with you on social? 
Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Facebook girl. And also I'm actually really starting to love LinkedIn, which is where you and I connected and I'm starting to, to learn more about it. And I have your book, so I'll be learning even more about it. Um, so you can find me on LinkedIn at Jessica Colthard, uh, but also on Facebook under just a girl like me coaching. Those are my two favorite places to, to, you know, communicate and reach out with people. So. I love it. Final question before we sign off. Jessica, what does success truly mean to you? You know, this is a really interesting one for me. And I actually was on stage back on March 1st uh, speaking on this topic. And for me, um, as an NLP coach, we talk about values. Everything goes down to our values. And so when I did what's called a values elicitation for myself and my business, my life, what came up for me, my, my highest values were joy and freedom. And so what I started to notice for myself is that too often success is, you know, we, we set this, these limitations, it's like, or these expectations rather. So when I this, or when I that, and we're, we're always striving for something and, and, you know, we don't feel like we can be successful until we reach them. So for me, I take it right back to my values. So for any time, that I can find joy in my life, that's when I feel successful. And I can do that anytime I want. I just have to look for it. We can find joy in a moment. All you have to do is, is you know, look at somebody's face smiling at you, you know, or, or, well, not right now, but, you know, a hug from somebody who appreciates the work that you've done for them or, you know, a thank you from a client. Like anything like that can just bring me joy. That's when I can feel success in my life. I love it. And, and this is one of those episodes that I really feel people need to go back and listen to because there were so many just nuggets of, of inspiration, but also tangible things that people can latch on to and, and put into action. So Jessica, just so grateful for you and your friendship and for you taking the time to being, uh, being here with me today and, and just blessing my audience with, with you and, and everything that you know and are best at. So thank you again so much for being here today. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be here. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. So guys, as always, you know the drill. Take a screenshot of this as you are listening. Post it out on social. Tag us and let us know what your biggest takeaways and aha moments were. And again, thank you so much for joining today. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you again so much for checking out this week's episode. And if you can, head over to iTunes, search for Network Marketing Made Simple, leave me a five-star rating, basic review. I would be grateful for all of the support you guys can give me. And again, if you'd be interested in learning more how to utilize LinkedIn to grow your business, your brand, and your bank account, head over to my website, www.scotterron.net. Fill out the form for your free 15-minute discovery call so I can learn more about you, your business, and how we can work together. And again, thank you guys so much. Grateful for you all, and I'll see you next time.